Welcome to the Inside Scoop, everything you need to know for your student to succeed in the Cobb County School District. I'm David Owen. If you find this podcast helpful or informative, let your friends know so that they can find us anywhere that they get their podcasts. We're available on just about any podcast provider. Today, I'm joined by the Cobb School Board member from Post One, Mr. Randy Scamahorn. Mr. Scamahorn, welcome back to the Inside Scoop. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. We just wanted to take the opportunity to touch base with you. It's been a while since we spoke with you last, and uh, you, you, as I said, you represent Post 1. Now, for the listeners, can you explain generally where that is in the county? Sure. Uh, Post 1 is northwest Cobb County, mm-hmm. and it's it's sort of a really rough-shaped pie, uh, like a slice <laughs> of pie. Okay. And it, it goes from, uh, like, where 75 leaves Cobb County to around onto the west border of Cobb County uh-huh. and then kind of narrows its both sides narrow its way down toward the uh, uh, Marietta Square. Okay. Well that that gives everybody a, a pretty good understanding. So what generally is uh, going on in in post 1? Are there any things that are big on your radar? Well, let me start by saying that in that area post 1 I have three high schools, Alatoona, North Cobb, and Kennesaw Mountain. So there's plenty going on at each of those schools. Oh, I'm sure. uh, the academics are uh, continually improving all the sport teams, whether it's baseball, basketball, girls volleyball, football. All of them are very competitive, and we have many clubs, so there's plenty going on. Just a minute ago, you mentioned we're improving, but that doesn't mean that by any means any of those schools are slacking. From what I can recall, you guys did pretty well on the testing. One that comes to mind is the SAT scores. I think you did pretty well. Can you give us some highlights on that? We're consistently above the state and national average. We consistently do very well every year. Our one-year graduation rate is well over 90%, over 93% for all three high schools. And our four-year rate is well over 98% for our three high schools in that area. That is an incredible feat. One of the things that I think is a little confusing, uh, if you don't mind my <coughs> clarifying this for our listeners, we have a reporting through the state DOE that requires us to count every student who sets foot in the door at a, a school as being in that school. So if they set foot in the door day one and they leave day two, they're still counted in the graduation rate that the DOE uses. But if you look at the students who stay with us for four years, or in your case, you were talking about one year, that rate is dramatically different. But you said that both scores are very strong in all three of your high schools? Yes, they're extremely strong and have been. And you are correct. That's one of the things that our superintendent and the board, we're trying to get the state of Georgia, the legislators, to take another look at that where it's not counted against our graduation rate when a student leaves. But in spite of that, we do very well across the county and especially in my area. And whether a child comes into our school for one day or or for 12 years, we want to make sure that they get the best. And to that end, that's why we have that slogan, one team, one goal, student success. That would be their success. Graduating, that's the ultimate success, right? Absolutely. Not only in my area, but across the county. We stress customer service, which means not only our students, but our parents and those that interact with the school system. And we want to make sure that they want to come back. 
Well, one of the things I've heard you say in the past is that you try to make yourself very accessible to the community that you serve. Have you been hearing anything from parents, students, teachers? Actually, I do make myself very accessible. I go to many sporting events and talk to parents and and administrators, teachers. I go to other events like plays and uh, meetings, club meetings. I've been asked numerous times to be a judge on senior projects and and STEM projects. That must be a blast. It is a blast. But I hear very little, if anything, from parents or students, which I uh, lightheartedly tell my principals I know they're doing a good job because I'm not getting any phone calls. Well, yeah, okay. (laughs) No news is good news sometimes. And I think that definitely is the case because if something were awry, then then they certainly would would let you know, I presume. Oh, absolutely. My area and Post 1, they're not bashful. But I would also go a step further. Because we provide such a good service throughout the county, I don't think any of our parents are bashful throughout the county. I get phone calls from other areas because I am Post 1. And when parents get on the website, Mm -hmm. they usually go to the first one that's... (laughs) That's on the list. And you're post one. And they don't know what area they're in. They just know they have an issue. So we take care of any and all of them. Well, I'm I'm sure you graciously point them to their their board (laughs) member. And and listeners, to that end, uh, there is a map on that board page, and I'll I'll point you to that uh, a little bit later in the podcast. Okay, so throughout the school year, is there any one thing that you look forward to the most at the schools in your post? The only thing, looking at the entire year, I look forward to graduation mm-hmm. and look forward to the celebration of students knowing that they can move on and they're entering the the adult life, if you will, uh-huh. whether they go to college or job program or, or just go to work or military. And, of course, many of them have part-time jobs, but it's a big step for them and for the parents. Oh, absolutely. And we all know that, and that's why graduation is so important. Oh, yeah. And it's a big deal. We we as a district, as well as parents, make it a big deal because it is. And I look forward throughout the year interacting with our parents and the students. Uh, I like it when they come up and want to tell me something, whether it's critique or compliment or whatever. You'll take all comers for that, yeah, that sort of thing. Yes, sir. Well, that's sure uh, will. Now, you know, it's it's always good to have a board member who is approachable, and I think you you have demonstrated uh, that you are, in fact. So, uh, where where do you get those kind of comments for? You mentioned sporting events. You typically attend or yeah that i get phone calls emails texts i'm always pleased when somebody emails me or texts me thank you for the help or hey my school helped me do this and we worked out the problems and silence is also good because i don't expect an email back or a text or phone call now you used to teach here as well i think you were in administration a little bit later but what was your subject when you were a teacher Well, I was mainly a technology teacher, and when you say technology, most people think of computers, like, Uh uh, well, tell them how to do Word or whatever. Well, that was part of it, and uh, but mainly uh, as a technology teacher, had a a a large lab, and it was introduction to different career fields: uh, aerodynamics. uh, computer-controlled milling machine, computer-controlled lathe, electronics, AutoCAD, uh, drafting. I had 16 different career areas, plus actually more because I even designed some for myself for 
uh, so they could do computer repair. You know, it, it sounds to me like you were actually teaching STEM stuff before STEM existed under that acronym. Well, uh, that is correct. I, as well as the other about 15 high schools and a few middle schools had the program. Uh-huh. And, of course, the high school program was uh, much more uh, in-depth uh, than the middle school. But the middle school programs are very good. You are correct. It was a prelude to, to STEM. Sure. Now, earlier you mentioned that uh, you go to community meetings. What do you mean by community meetings? Well, thank you for asking that. Community meetings as in uh, civic and business associations, like Kennesaw Business Association uh, meeting, uh, Ackworth, West Cobb meetings. And uh, occasionally I'll, I'll do an, a Marietta meeting, but that's a little bit away from where we normally are yeah, from your post and there uh, it's basically with community and and civic leaders i want to make sure i'm available for them to make sure that they know i'm accessible so it's uh, it's a ch- an exchange of knowledge and ideas and where a group might be going whether it's uh, one of our cities or the chamber of commerce or or civic group. Do you think that staying in touch with the business community in that that matter, and it's largely the business community, am I right? Yeah, they're business people, but they're more civic leaders Okay, of trying to improve what's going on in their area. And Cobb County is so big that many areas are absolutely different. Mableton's different than Ackworth, and Ackworth's different than Marietta. And so it's very important that board members or any civic leaders stay in tune with their constituents and their communities. And that was exactly my next question. You you feel like that reinforces your abilities on the board as a, a member to be that in touch with those groups? Absolutely, it does reinforce their comfort level as well as mine. And it also helps with what do they want out of their education system Mm -hmm. and what's going on both in in a macro as well as a micro uh, uh, point of view. So their interest is in knowing that they've got a workforce perhaps on the business side. They've got a workforce coming their way that's qualified. And the parents are equally interested in knowing that their kids are going to be prepared for a career if that's the choice they make. Well, yes, but there's another side of that is the parents that have their uh, kids in uh, gifted and honor courses Mm -hmm. and STEM courses, the international courses that we offer at a couple of different schools, but the vocational career, career in tech is what we call it now, but it's very important. In fact, that's been on the minds of many of our business and civic leaders for the last five, uh, six years is... uh, When are we going to get our Career and Tech Academy open, which is under construction now, and we hope to have it open in about a year. And where is that? That will be adjacent to Osborne High School on the the campus there. That sounds like a tremendous facility. I've heard a lot about it. Do you know when the ribbon cutting might be on that? No, uh, it'll be, I think, in approximately uh, a year, maybe a year and a half. Okay. But there's a lot of construction going on, and it's a limited space. So sometimes one area has to wait while the other area is getting something done. Right. You know, because there's a lot of equipment and and, uh, people moving around there. But I will say that it's going to be an advanced state-of-the-art building. That's one of the reasons why the staff took their time and deliberated what should be in that building, yeah. how it should be built. And uh, then finally we got to a, 
a resolution on that, and we're underway. Well, it's a definitely exciting thing. I, I want to be able to have a look at it as soon as possible. It's almost like uh, waiting on a birthday present or something. Sure. Okay. So is there anything else that you want to add? Just uh, that I answer my phone from 7 a.m. to about 10 p.m. every day, mm-hmm. even on weekends. And I want to be accessible. I am accessible. I want uh, parents and civic leaders to feel free and feel comfortable to contact me if they have an issue uh, or an idea. I get I get calls where, hey, we want to help. Who do we get in contact with? As a matter of fact, I had lunch at one of our local fast food places, and uh, the owner came out and started talking to me. We were acquainted with each other, and he said, hey, I'm working with the high school's but I want to do more with them. So I said, well, let me see what I can do. Get that connection so, made. Get the connection made. And so I want to make sure that those that are even unsure that whether they should call me or not, that they're comfortable to do so if they want to. Well, uh, that that's about as an open an invitation as I could imagine. Well, one, let me add one more thing to that. All right. All the board members are on the website. My email is there. My phone number is also there. I'm not a fast typist, but I do read my texts and emails and, and answer them or forward them on to the appropriate people. Well, that's phenomenal. We've been listening to the Cobb School Board member, Mr. Randy Scammerhorn. Mr. Scammerhorn, thank you so much for coming in. Folks, you can learn more about the Cobb School Board by visiting the district website, as he just alluded to. It's at www.cobbk12.org. Just click on the word board on the menu at the top. If you have a topic or a concern you'd like to share, drop me an email at david.owen at cobbk12.org. Thank you for joining us on this edition of The Inside Scoop, a podcast produced by the Cobb County School District.